Hey guys, welcome back to FCA Testimony Tuesday. This is Mariah and Goga tuning in. Um, and today we have a special guest, uh, Ro Dominguez. I never call you by your actual first name, actually, so I'm kind of nervous to say it. <laughs> so you can tell us. Um, I, call, I call her Ro Dominguez. She is um, on the women's basketball team at CSU Pueblo. This is her second year here. Um, she's honestly a phenomenal player, a phenomenal person. And so, yeah, honored to have her here today. That's my intro to you. But if you'd like to, Ro, yeah, just go ahead and introduce yourself. Maybe tell us uh, what you're studying and um, a little bit about basketball and you if you'd want to. Okay, yeah. So like she said, um, my name is Ro Dominguez. I'm on the women's basketball team here. I'm a graduate student, so I'm getting my MBA currently in business. Um, I graduated from the University of Central Arkansas, and then I transferred here to finish off, just come back home. I'm from Denver, Colorado, so pretty close to, you know, good old Pueblo. But, um, yeah, so like I said, studying business, second year here. Um, it'll be my last year of eligibility for basketball, so I'm really looking forward to just taking this year out with a bang and just every part of it, graduating again, um, playing with my team for the last time and getting all those first last times this year. So, yeah, just yeah. pretty excited. Yeah, that's awesome. So this is, what is this for you, your sixth year of college or? Fifth year. This will be my fifth, fifth year, year, my COVID year. So I'm t I took that extra year that they gave us. So yeah. it'll be my super senior year. Got yeah. you. Got you. So your fifth year uh, playing basketball, yeah. is it? At the collegiate level, is it surreal or has it set in for you yet? Or I don't think it's set in for me yet. It's like, I think this is just what I've done forever. So it's just like, wow, like you made it. You did college basketball. You played Division One basketball. You're back home in Pueblo. And like, it's this is it for college. You know, what's next, I think. Um, but I've really just been kind of taking it day by day, step by step, trying to enjoy all the little moments, live in the moment. So I don't think it's hit yet, but I do know, like, when that first official practice hits, um, I'll probably feel it then. That first okay. game, I'll probably feel it. Yeah. But I've just been kind of trying to live in the moment, enjoy everything, enjoy the people around me. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Good way to approach it. And, you know, five years is a long time to long time. abuse your body a little bit. <laughs> but <laughs> Yes, but I love what I do, so it's worth it. It's worth it for sure. So. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, we're glad to have you here in Pueblo, definitely, for a second year. And, um, yeah, you, you've just been great to have around. And um, you kind of mentioned a little bit, um, you know, this is one of two or three colleges for three you. Three colleges, yeah. Yeah. So do you kind of just want to share a little bit what has been your journey um, that has brought you here to Pueblo? Um, kind of your previous schools, um, what your experience was there and and that sort of thing. Okay, yeah, for sure. So actually out of high school, I started off at one of the best junior colleges in the country. Shout out South Plains. Um, but yeah, so I went junior college for a year at South Plains College in good old Leveland, West Texas. And I played a year there, um, ended up getting recruited from a couple schools and went to the University of Central Arkansas for two years. And that was Division One. So it was a great experience, great opportunity there. Um, graduated from there and then just kind of went back into the transfer portal you know the crazy portal and had you know a lot of other d1s hit me up a lot of other colleges hit me up but 
Um, you know, when Coach Tommy uh, recruited me, it was just a completely different feeling. And just being back home, being able to give back to my city, my community, and kind of bring back that role model for, you know, the girls I grew up with and the girls that are growing up now who were me. Just to kind of bring that back, it just, this community gave me that platform and that opportunity. So I just knew kind of, even when I stepped foot on campus, like, oh yeah, I need to sign here. This is where I need to be. Um, praying about it as well. Um, I just felt like God was just telling me, like, go back home. You have work to do there. So um, just trying to listen to him and trust his path rather than mine. So I ended up back here in Pueblo. And honestly, this has been the best part of my journey so far. Um, it's been two years and it's, I, I really think like from community to spirituality to basketball, you know, this has been the most happiest I've been. It's been the greatest spiritually I've been. Um, the community, the friends, um, all that has been amazing. And so I came to give back, but I feel like I've just been getting all of it. So it's really nice. But yeah, I just am really enjoying being here. I'm sad that it is my last year too, I think. So um, I kind of wish I would have been here our, the whole time, but you know, everything happens for a reason. So my journey was definitely a lot of ups and downs and nothing was straight. So I'm just excited to be here and uh, be able to do this again with this community and just with all of you guys. So. Yeah, yeah, that's an awesome journey. Um, I'm glad it led you to Pueblo. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I just wanted to ask in that, um, where does your relationship with Jesus um, either come into that picture or um, what has your experience been as a college athlete um, either beginning that relationship with Jesus and building it um, throughout this journey that you've been going on through uh, Texas, Arkansas, and now Pueblo. wonderful Pueblo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I actually was uh, born and raised in the church. Um, I, got, I grew up Baptist and my mom kept us in the church every Wednesday, Sunday. Um, really loved it. I have always had a great relationship with God. Um, I went to college, kind of fell away when I was in, you know, Leveland, didn't have as big as opportunity, still was going to church with my coaches and, um, but just didn't have as many resources I think I did when I was back home. So I think I kind of fell away. Um, then when I went to central Arkansas, uh, my grandma actually passed away. Mm -hmm. So I did catch myself falling away from God. I was really upset with God. Um, and just really down. It was really one of the down points in my life. Um, you know, just started kind of falling away from him, getting tempted by the world. But, um, and I think I just had did so much that I kind of thought, oh, I'm too far gone. So, um, there was a lot of people fighting for me, praying for me, fighting for my heart. Um, and I just kept, you know, trying to build this relationship, kept going, um, asking questions, asking God questions. And, you know, finally just had this one moment. Um, I was at Chi Alpha and, had this one moment with God and he just told me like, you're not too far gone. I want you like you're loved, you're chosen. And so from that point on, I just really tried to stick with that and be consistent in that. Like no matter what I do, I'm not too far gone. So my last year at Central Arkansas, I just really dedicated that whole year to just building my relationship with God, building who I was and just trying to be more involved and, um, get back to what I used to do, especially before I went to college. So it was a great, Kyle was great to me and really got me back. And I had a um, disciple leader, Eli, who really just took me in and never let me get too far away, he kept pulling me in and just reminding me that I am chosen, I am loved, and that um, 
God is here. And just, again, building that relationship with God, asking him questions like, um, you know, it's not always good. Not, life isn't always positive. Mm-hmm. And being able to be with God in those negative and those down moments, um, he really just showed me, like, he's always there with us. We just got to ask. We just got to go, and we got to create that relationship. So, yeah, so I had a great relationship by the end of the year with him. We got close again, so that was really great. And then I came to Pueblo, and I found FCA. And, you know, Morgan Dial introduced me early, and she introduced me to everybody. Then I found you. Yeah. And my life just got even better than that. So this community here really has just kept me on my toes. Um, and, you know, not everything's perfect. I have, I've had down moments. I've, you know, fallen and into the world. But, like, this community and FCA has always just gotten me back on track. It's gotten me back in a good sp- headspace. Um keeps you know me on track weekly um and has given me a great community to just lean on and um not forget my relationship with God um currently I think that my relationship with God has been really good I've been able to talk to him consistently and I've just have um been feeling really close to him lately too with you know hardships and stuff that has been going on and so I'm just proud of myself for not falling away again and I think that is really due to the fact of like having FCA having people around me that you know, all believe and are all striving for the same thing. So I'm just really excited to be here and just really thankful and grateful, you know, for everybody here that is just helping me along the journey. So, yeah, that's awesome. I think that I think that speaks to like the Lord's faithfulness um, of your journey and then getting to come to Pueblo and, you know, having someone on your team like Morgan. um, Yeah, it's just easier, isn't it, in your faith when you have someone to bump shoulders with and to do that side by side and to come into a community of believers and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I know that you talk about not falling away from the Lord. And in that we see like the Lord is a keeper, like he keeps us because if it was up to me, like I'd be gone, (laughs) (laughs) but he keeps us. Sorry. I stepped on the J's. No, you're fine. You're fine. Yours are fresh too though. Oh yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Um, but so in that you get to be a part of FCA and one of the things that you guys get to do is what we call a team huddle. Um, so will you maybe talk a little bit about what a team huddle is um and then yeah even share with me because right like I'm not a part of that like what does that team huddle look like what sort of things do you guys do um and I believe this would be your guys' second year yeah doing it so you could even talk about like how has it grown or changed or evolved over time in that in that picture yeah so our team huddle consists of one of our leaders, Kelsey, and then, um, again, our kind of student leader, Morgan. She's been just great just getting us all together and really trying to build something for us. Morgan Dial has kind of just put her foot in it, and she's doing great. So last year we started um, the team huddles, and um, we do them either at the gym, at Morgan's house, or just kind of wherever we could get it in with basketball, especially with that being super busy. So they did start off a little small, yeah. and uh, – Kelsey and Morgan did try and take care of us, you know, with food and just really trying to make it a vulnerable and safe space for us. And it did start off a little small last year, I think, especially with everybody getting back from COVID too and all that, uh, being around people again. But we just studied the word. We studied Romans last year and just went through that uh, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, um, asking questions, um, taking context in it, 
and really just digging down deep what it meant to us and kind of also related what we were learning to what we were going through and being able to just be open about, you know, how we were um, having mental checkups spiritually, physically, um, emotionally, and just being able to be there for each other. And being in that safe space, we kind of just have seen that grow over the time um, as more people came in and saw like, oh, wow, like, this is change. This is changing me. Um, this is a safe place for me. Like this is somewhere I can be myself. And these people around me love me. And not only that, but no matter what part of my journey I'm in, I'm accepted here. And so I think that that was how I kind of saw saw it grow for us. Um, people would come in. They'd see like, oh wow, these people care about me. You know, I'm learning about God. No matter where I am in my relationship with God, like I hear him talking to me. And it was it was just beautiful to hear a lot of the girls talk about that, too. Um, I've seen some girls come in like, you know, I don't know who Jesus is. I want to get into it. And they stay consistent in that. And now they're they're the ones leading and speaking um, when we're talking now. So it does consist. We kind of do a lot of different things just to, I, you know, I guess, loosen up the mood. You know, we eat really great food. Um, we also play some games. Uh, Jalen, uh, she's one of my teammates. She's teaching us all the card games. She loves card games. So she's teaching us a lot of different card games. And we play, you know, that goat, cheese, taco. Yeah. You know, we have to play <laughs> that. So, but yeah, just to loosen it up. And then um, we just get into the word. Uh, Kelsey had got us a new book this year. Mm -hmm. And it basically takes us like um, a devotional. So each time we're, we're on First Kings right now, and so that's our first page of our book. And then as we go through our book, we'll kind of change it up. But it our book allows us to kind of dig deeper and actually gives us context. And um, not so just not reading scripture. We actually know what we're reading, we're understanding what we're reading, and we're able to apply that. So we kind of walk through that, share what it means to us, and then, yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. It's really cool because everybody – you know, all the different translations, um, everybody's different perspectives, everybody's different part in their journey kind of gets shared. Yeah. And I think it's been good for us as a team as well, because, you know, these are girls that we fight for, we work for, and we have a common goal on the court. But then when you're able to see like where the everybody is off the court, um, you know, you just care about people more. You care about, you know, what they're going through. Um, you learn more about people. Um, and it just, I think it has made our on the court relationship stronger. You know, these are girls that you'd really go to war for. So when it's on the court, it's completely easier because, you know, this is what I know, um, for, about you. And, you know, we keep, we hold each other to this standard. Um, we believe in this, you know, there's people, again, we're all at different parts of our journey, but, um, being able to learn with each other and grow spiritually and emotionally with each other is huge for us, especially especially as women, I feel like. Right. So, yeah, it's been really good. I think um, almost our whole team is at our huddle um, wow. consistently, yeah. which is crazy to me because, you know, um, at first we were starting maybe two or three, and now everybody's here being vulnerable, being open, and just giving it a chance, just trying to build their relationship with God. And I think that, that also just speaks volumes about who God is and, you know, staying faithful in that. Like, people will come, people will show up, and people want to build a relationship. And I think that, you know, when you pray for people, me and Morgan consistently praying for our teammates, praying for just individuals, like, and seeing them change. And I know others are praying for me and seeing my consistency in that. So just it's been really nice to just see everybody try and uh, really grow as people. And, um, yeah, it's just been really fun. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Um, and 
you know, I don't know where everyone is at on your team, but it sounds like you have a majority of the girls on your team going. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I would think that there's some who are there who aren't sure where they're at yet in their faith. Um, And yeah, what has that environment been like? Um, And, you know, have you seen, seen that growth or has it just been an opportunity to ask questions? Um, And what role have you played in that as someone who is a believer? So definitely with me being a believer, I've just wanted, I think that Sometimes as Christians in the media and in society, we kind of get scripted like as negatively sometimes and not a safe place and not open to all. And that's just not what God has asked us to do, you know. So um, whether you believe in energy, whether you believe in God right now, um, there's no judgment towards that. I want I've tried to make the space for especially for our huddle just to be this is a safe space wherever you're at. There's no judgment. If you feel a certain way, we could talk about it. Um, but come and hear the word. Come in here to what we believe is true and um, allow God to work in that. So it's not really my job to tell you, you need to believe in this. This is what it is. It's just my job to share, hey, this is how I feel. This is my testimony. This is how God has changed me. And this is who he is. And I'm just praying and hoping that God is able to get through to you and that we would soften our hearts and that my teammates would soften their hearts and be open-minded to that. So just, I think, again, being a leader and showing them and being consistent in my faith, showing them my faith and that it is possible and that it's not perfect um, and that there's different ways that it looks, but this is a safe space for you to grow and we're patient with you and just making it a space where we bring people to God and God is able to work through us rather than making it, you know, forceful or, you know, demanding, uh, right. just allowing people to grow freely like a plant almost, you yeah. know, just <laughs> watering the plant and, you know, watching it grow. And I've seen that in my teammates, the more comfortable we make people, um, the more we let God speak to people, um, they become closer to God. So just allowing them a safe space to feel, grow and learn and, allowing God to work in all of us, um, again, sharing and learning, I think as well. Um, we're all at different space, but I'm still learning. I'm still sharing. And I think that when people see me, you know, as a Christian, as a believer, I don't know everything, but mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to listen. And, um, I'm here to, to build my relationship with God. And I think that that helps people a lot too. It's because, you know, you grow up and everybody's like, oh, memorize every verse. And it's like, oh, that's hard. Like, this is a huge book. Like, that's kind of intimidating. But, you know, that's not that's not all of what it's about. Like, yes, I do want to memorize some verses and I do want to learn and I do want to grow. But um, that's not where everybody's at at that time. So just giving people the opportunity to come learn. And what does this mean to you? Let's break this down and then we can start learning, you know. Um, Then we can start growing and building on top of that. So I just try to make it a safe space, try to um, share what I know. And then if that applies to you, it does. And if it doesn't, you know, uh, God will speak through you differently or to you differently. So just try and um, especially treat every teammate, you know, the way they need to be treated because everybody's different. Everybody learns different. Everybody receives differently and everybody needs a different level of patience. So just loving on them and showing them, you know, and loving them how God would and showing them basically who God is through me and my actions as well. I think that that's what's really helped people come and feel comfortable being here as well. And yeah, knowing yeah. God. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Um, yeah, I just think that's cool. And I know that you guys have a handful of girls who are new this year. And for me, I just imagine like, what would it be like to go into a team that has something like this, um, an opportunity to know each other off the court and for it to be like genuine. Yes. It sounds super genuine as well. Like you're playing games, you're eating food, um, and you're meeting people where they're at, wherever they're at in their faith. Um, that would be something that when I was a freshman, I would be like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. So I'm so glad that you guys have that. I'm so glad that you guys were able to be faithful, um, you know, when it was three or four and that time still mattered. Yes. Um, and the Lord is able to use all of that and to build it and to right to take us here today, which, you know, maybe a year or two ago, people would have been like, I don't know if this thing's ever going to get off the ground. Right. And here we are. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's really great. I'm happy that we have it. And I'm just happy that we've all been able to stay faithful. And, you know, God's given us that strength to stay faithful um, because, you know, we could have fell off and then we wouldn't be able to bring more people to him and. You know, yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, um, yeah, what has it been like to compete as a Christian athlete? And, you know, maybe even share a little bit, um, not to put y'all out there, but I know you had a successful season last season. Um, and, you know, what are the plans for this season? And just in that, what has it been like to compete, not as just a basketball player, but someone who plays and plays for Christ? What does that look like for you? So I think that one thing that I've always looked at is like what's consistent in my life. And the two things that have always been consistent is God and basketball. And I think part of the reason basketball has been so consistent is because it's kind of what God has given me to, you know, show him, show people like who he is. And um, so it just kind of makes sense to me, like, these things always go right because they're both so, like, they're for God and it is God. So um, last year, I think, again, all of us as believers kind of were playing for something bigger than us. And um, I think that that brought a lot of success, even if it was bigger than us as in just for our teammate. But I think a lot of us were playing for God and – uh, you know, I that's what I am consistently doing. And so from the point of basketball is hard. College yeah. basketball <laughs> is hard. I'll just put that out there. Um, you know, you're beating up your body. You have weights, conditioning, practice, games, on the road, school, um, graduate programs, nursing programs. You have all these things that you're doing. And, um, you know, your mental has to be on a 90 to 100 in order to play successfully. And it's hard to do that alone. And I think that just putting God first and being able to have somebody to lean on consistently, having somebody to like walk me through this, like whatever good or bad happens, um, I know that I'm doing this for you. So whatever I put out, I'm going to put my best out for God. And that's going to be enough for you. And I don't have to, I don't have to win a trophy. I don't have to when like I don't have to bring anything to the table for this relationship all I have to do is be who I am and show people who you are through this and I think that's kind of what's gotten me through and it helped us be successful you know you had to bring consistent energy that's kind of my role you know and sometimes that's hard like but getting my energy and my substance and my light from the Lord has just 
it's not hard. Having that constant joy from God, it's not hard. You know, being consistent in my word. I know last year I had to make it intentional. Like, no, I'm reading my word these days. I'm doing this this day because I need to fill my cup up. I need him. And so it's just, I think that as an athlete, when you look at, you know, I'm doing this for somebody else, you get this extra like, you know, like I can do this again. It's another day I can tie these laces up and I can go out there and I can give my all because um, this is what God's allowing me to do. So I think also with competing, like you're competing against other people who, you know, probably believe in God, like definitely believe in God as well. Like, and we're all kind of doing this for a bigger picture. So I think it's just kind of beautiful too when you see other people, like especially praying before games as a team, that's something that we do. Um, and we dedicate every moment, like all of the glory to God. So, um, just being able to do that together for it to be genuine and for all of us to understand, like we have, we have this common goal for a common person and we just want to go out there and do this together and, you know, win, lose or draw, we have each other and we have God. So I think that makes competing easier and playing for each other easier. So yeah, I think, but I, being an athlete in any sport is hard. So I just think having God there and being able to go to somebody and have something consistent that you can rely on for, um, you know, energy, for strength, um, for a foundation, like that's really important. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And if you don't know, just go to the CSU Pueblo Instagram page and you'll see Ro. She <laughs> is the hype woman. There are great pictures. Uh, she came in last year, and then I feel like you became like the poster kid for CSU Pueblo women's basketball. Always hype, always bringing it to the next level. So it's awesome, and it's awesome to watch. Um, and yeah, awesome to watch you compete for Christ and. Yeah, that God gets the glory in that. So that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, um, you know, with this new school year starting off, new team, um, the environment that you're in, uh, this is a question that I wanted to ask you. And it's just, what is God up to? What is God doing? And how are you responding? Well, whew, from I think summer to now, I have gone through a lot. Like, there has been a lot of changes. There's been a lot of growth. Um, just my life has kind of been a roller coaster. And, um, yeah, I think that he has really been testing my, uh, how do I want to put this? He's been teaching me a lot of, um, you know, controlling emotions, um, fighting battles, staying, you know, in a, in a kind of steady level between high and low. And just um, kind of, I have been dealing with a lot of battles, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. But yeah. it has been, it's been good because I've been able to see myself make mistakes and learn from them and grow from them and not fall away from him. And also not being scared to talk to him about them. Um, to be able to be open and vulnerable and, yeah, I think I've definitely been tested in my patience and um, just relationships in all aspects and growing those and becoming more mature, just growing as an individual and getting out of my comfort zone. Um, there's been a lot. I've also been praying a lot about just wanting um, discernment and just wanting to be able to discern in relationships and uh, situations, just 
being able to have this like different type of wisdom that I can just, um, that I can grow and that I can use that in order to make the right decisions for people and for myself. So I've seen him even what's crazy is I had been praying for that. And then when we were in our FCA huddle, we we're in first Kings chapter three and right there, it's like discernment, you know? <laughs> oh. So it's like, I've just seen him answer my prayers. I've seen him talk to me. I've seen him give me, um, you know, different things to kind of work on what I'm praying for. Um, but I've also seen him be consistent and like a shoulder. So, you know, when I failed or when things haven't been right, it's not a disappointment. It's definitely like, it's okay. We're still working. You're still growing. Um, come and let's come back here. Let's come back to the drawing board and let's work on this. So, um, he's definitely been a teacher to me recently. He's, um, He's been a father to me, and he's just reminded me how loved and chosen I am, you know, even when I make mistakes. And I've done a lot of good things, and I think I've passed some of these tests, but I know I've also, you know, haven't haven't done the best that I know I can do or want to be. So I've definitely seen him uh, pick me up and be a great coach as well. And um, when I make mistakes, teach me and guide me into a different direction and put me back on path and put me in places where I need to be in order to continue to grow. So, yeah, it's been a lot of change and a lot of growth, but um, I think in the best way possible. And I can just see him kind of molding me and kind of, I guess, cutting away what he doesn't want there anymore and building it up with something better um, and more like just trying to make me more like him. And so I've been really thankful that he's been intentional with me and he's like chosen me to um, kind of build up and uh, make new. So it's definitely been a growth process, but um, he's been there every step of the way. So I'm just trying to trust in him and um, I'm really hopeful of what's to come, you know, in a few months after, you know, this, but um, I'm just excited because I've learned a lot and I've been tested a lot Um but again, I don't feel like my faith or my relationship has wavered, wavered? Yeah. Wavered yeah, yeah. in any way. So like, I think that's a huge growth, especially from my past is, you know, and when mistakes happens, you fall, mm -hmm. but, um, I've fallen maybe, but not away from him. Yeah. So, um, he's just stayed consistently here with me. And I think that, um, he's just continues to fight for me, fight for my heart. And, you know, I'm just really thankful for that. Like, why do, why me? You know, the, sometimes I ask myself, like, you love me so much that you won't even let me go. Right. And that is something that I've just been thankful for, too, in this process is, like, no matter what I do, good or bad, like, you will not let me go far. And, um, you know, I don't, like, are we worthy of that? Like, that is such a, like, reckless love, almost like, no matter what I do, you're going to be there for me. And so I've just been grateful to see, like, his like him keeping true to that and him keeping true to like what he says we are and you know what he says about us like that does not change and I'm just really thankful for that right now as well and I think that's kind of where I'm at is like you know I'm gonna do whatever you need me to do because like you've stayed true to what you've said about me and what you're gonna do so like it's only right that yeah I'm, I'm gonna stay here with you like yeah and I'm just really thankful for that relationship right now so yeah yeah, yeah it's definitely an uncomfortable process like sanctification when the Lord is cutting things away um, as we become increasingly aware of how sinful and broken we are and how holy and righteous he is. Um, but 
right? Like he's so patient. He's so loving. Um, and there's no one else, uh, literally no one else who could show me all my sin and I would be okay with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and still love them. Um, right. And they still love you. That's what's yeah, crazy too is yeah. like, who can you really show, make all these mistakes with and um, be so wrong and it's still like, it doesn't matter. Like this is unconditional. Yeah. So I've just been thankful for that, the unconditional love he's shown me lately. And that's, I think that's so beautiful. You know, like you have friendships, you have all these other things which are so important and, um, very loving but there's no one that is able to be able to give you the same guidance the same love um the same compassion grace mercy like and and you've never earned it like there's nothing that I could do more or less to make him want to give that to me he's already given it to me so just reminding myself of that and then like with knowing that it's just like it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it is crazy. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being open with that. And, you know, I'm excited too to hear in a couple months, like, hey, you know, remember when we talked about whatever, like, what did the Lord end up doing with that? So yeah. I'll be asking you that in a couple months. Yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, I will. But for our last question, um, I just wanted to ask you today, right? So you're, uh, you've played D1, you've played JUCO, um, you've went to national playoffs, right? Yeah. Um, as a D2 starter and um, yeah leader for your team and so you know sometimes it's easy to forget but there's a lot of girls who are around you know the age of 14 15 16 who are hoping one day they could be in your shoes um, hoping one day they could be in your same position so uh, thinking about people like that what advice would you give um, to someone who's a little bit younger or someone who's on the come up, um, you know, heading in the direction that you've been heading? I think the main thing I would say, and I'm, it's really broad, but just don't give up. Like mm -hmm. there's going to be trials, there's going to be tribulations, there's going to be super lows, lows, and there's going to be super high highs. Um, but like just continue to put the work in. Like, whatever, I think, especially with when you think about your relationship with God and then when you think about basketball, like, whatever you put in, you get back. Mm. And that has been the number one thing I've seen. Whatever I've put into basketball, I've gotten back, whether it's in a, two days or whether it's in two years, I've gotten that back. So just staying consistent and putting the work in and finding great people, finding great communities and going where you're loved. I think that that's the biggest thing. Um as well just but just don't give up don't give up on your dreams don't allow people to talk you out of your dreams surround yourselves with people who want to see you grow and um, will push you to grow because I think that was the biggest thing for me is you know when you're the best you're the best and that's good but you need people around you to be um, to push you like hey but you can still reach this this and this um so just surrounding yourself with great people who can keep you on this, keep you on the right track, who can keep your focus um, where it needs to be, and just making sure you know your mental and your relationship with God is in a in a great standing. Because I think ninety percent of basketball and getting to where you want to be is mental and speaking yeah. it and um, praying about it and just being in a good position mentally where you can continue to grow and push yourself yeah so just having both a balance in both of those and um yeah just continuing to put the work in like to where you want to be like don't limit yourself 
um, and just trying to really like give yourself a why. Why am I doing this? Why is this important to me? Um, why do I want to be there? And once you have the answers to those questions, like the journey is going to be a lot easier, um, when you have a reason to why you're doing it. Um, some may be family, some may be, some of most is really God. And when you built that relationship, most is just, I want to do this. So, but just finding that why and sticking to that and then just being consistent in all of the work that you had to put into that. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, thank you for being a guest today on the podcast. I call you Ro. Will you tell Romola? Yes. Oh, I got it. Romola Dominguez. Yes. (laughs) I was kind of nervous, but I was like, I'm pretty sure I got it. You say it right all the time. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I just got to have confidence in myself. You do. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thank you, Romola Dominguez. Uh, Number zero this year. Number zero. Number zero this year on CSU Pueblo women's basketball team. You can catch them this season. Um, They're amazing to watch. They're honestly the best team we've had in I don't know, maybe decades at CSU Pueblo. So support these ladies, uh, pray for them, uh, pray for this huddle that they've got going, the efforts that Roe and Morgan are carrying out on their team. Um, and yeah, that's Testimony Tuesday, guys. Uh, continue to pray for these athletes, coaches, um, and thank you to our donors and sponsors who are able to make amazing stories like this possible and join in the work that Christ is doing here in Pueblo. Uh, We will tune back in with you guys in a few weeks. Thank you for listening. Thank you.